morning, Johto. My name is Lane here at the Goldenrod Radio Tower, bringing you Good Morning, Johto, your weekday Pokemon show for Pokemon Go, Pokemon TCG, and sometimes a little bit of Scarlet and Violet news. But hey, it's Friday. I know you're trying to get ready for Community Day tomorrow, but we have a guest today. Guest, who are you? Hi, I am Anhoff, uh, Anna Hoffman. I am a Pokemon Go PvP player and a bit of a VGC player at times as well, uh, but most commonly known for uh, Pokemon Go, your Peoria regional runner-up from this year's North American circuit and future Worlds competitor. I was going to say, watching you play in Peoria and then meeting you in Fort Wayne, we'll definitely talk about that in a second. Is it one of those, well, once you qualify, you're like, well, until Yokohama, are you just like, well, I got to do Pokemon something. So VGC's there. It's a it's a pick six. You know what I mean? Is that how kind of it is? Or like, you yes. got to have something to do? Yeah, so um, Peoria was my fourth tournament that I had done for the official circuit. So I competed at NAIC last year, the last chance qualifier, um, where I came just short of qualifying for Worlds at that. And then in the 2023 season, it was just Baltimore and then Peoria for North America. So second regional and uh, months, that was back in October. So almost an entire year before Yokohama. I had all these regionals that I wanted to go to, a lot that were luckily here on the East Coast. So I said, well, I, I got to do something. And uh, I judged at Arlington um, for Pokemon Go and then wanted to compete in something. So VGC was it. Now I'm trying to get back into Go for a little bit of practice before Worlds, but you you hit the nail on the head. It was it's getting close to enough to it. August, right? Like you're like mm -hmm. okay, like we're getting like the winner taking. So I remember watching your streams. You're like, yeah, like I'm just trying to keep busy right now, right? Like just trying yeah. to keep it through. And I want to thank you because Fort Wayne was a real experiment for here at Good Morning Johto. We took a business cards things of coffee and i literally if you were just a person at fort wayne i was running around like a crazy person handing out i had a two row if anybody knows anything about car though like with pokemon cards just any person that is at fort wayne and i'm like oh like because people are wearing masks right i'm like oh there's inhoff mm -hmm. gotta go give you passing out to everybody and you were one of the genuine like oh yeah absolutely like because other people they're like okay thank you i'm gonna go back to it and then just out of nowhere, like, oh, and th that's why I'm like, okay, I really got to get you on the show because we've had different types of PvP people before, but mm -hmm. since, you're, like you said, you're, like, trying to still, is it hard, do you think you trained harder for Peoria than, like, like, is it hard getting back into the training now, And do you think, like? Yeah, I mean, we've seen um, competitors that are already qualified for Worlds that like, continue to do subsequent regionals. We saw... Um, Magic Mason and Dijon, both in Fort Wayne, make top cut. Um, Hot Pockets been at a few of them, my my uh, opponent in Peoria. And, um, like, that's that's very much still there. There's still uh, passion from a lot of competitors. Status Stan just made uh, top four at EUIC after already qualifying earlier this year. But um, for me, like, I knew that drive would not be there shortly after Peoria. Now I think it's getting back there, but like just the pressure being off after qualifying was huge. And um to your question about like preparing, um yeah, Peoria was very different. 
I knew that it was a bit of a smaller tournament. Um, I also knew that it was very out of the way for myself. And because of that, I like made it a, a more significant trip because I knew that I'd be flying into Chicago, taking a four hour bus ride down to Peoria, Illinois. Wow. And I said, OK, I'm going to give myself an extra night to like rest and recover from the trip, you know, get in the right headspace. I'm going to take all of Friday to like scope out the venue um, and get a lot of scrims in and um it, it definitely you wanted to make it worth way. it right you're like if i'm gonna go out of my way yep. that this is gonna be the time and you absolutely killed it and i that bringing that in like you said too before the night of a tournament do you have like a regimen do you're like i gotta get x amount of sleep i'm only eating granola bars do you have a what is it a basically a oh man i'm the word is leaving me the same Ritual. thing you do oh Absolutely. Do you have a pre-gay, pre-tournament ritual? Yeah, so I'm big on sleep, uh, which is uh, different person to person. So like Absolutely. how Stark is a close friend and teammate of mine. Uh, he won Baltimore and he didn't sleep at all in between the first night and his second night. I said I'm not scrimming after 11 p.m. Uh, in between day one and day two, even though I want to spend all night doing it, made sure that I got sleep. Um, the big thing, so I, this is a morning podcast. We, we sure probably Friday talk morning. more about breakfast later, but um, I made sure um, in Peoria, I got my Dunkin' order that I always get in uh, Boston Ooh. as well. So Dunkin' Donuts, I got my iced coffee, we'll hash that. browns, and uh, croissant uh, sandwich. And both days of Peoria, I was sure to have that. Um, and and obviously, yeah, a lot of scrimmaging the night before, both, both nights before, and... Uh, but but sleep was the big thing for me. I'm glad you brought that up because I've been around different competitive circuits for different games. And there's always, I think, two kinds of people. You're on the side of sleep, hydrate. Like you're you're not if you crammed for weeks, which you like you did, right? Like preparing, mm -hmm. nothing's gonna change the night before. Actually, I always tell people because I've I've done this before and it's the worst. It's making those last minute decisions. Like let's say you lost a scrim, you're like, I need to make a change. Like, have you seen someone like 1 a.m. like, I got to change the next morning. Like this, 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 this Pokemon just not making the cut. And you're like, this just isn't it. Like that, seeing that mm -hmm. and then, or that, like you said, the people staying up all night practicing, because as you and I both know, there's, no, what are you going to learn from that? Right? Like, is yep. there anything last minute other than the excitement, right? Like, I think the excitement the night before and just how much, and it, like when I was there, at Fort Wayne, those are giant days. Like mm -hmm. you guys are playing all day, like especially with the amount of players coming out for go. And like that's each you and I both know there's each sides of the coin of let's just get some sleep, let's get in. That's perfect. Well, and with worlds, right? Like getting used mm -hmm. to the time zone. So going up and like that, that'll be a big thing. Are you gonna go participate in any go fest there now? Since we know anything yeah. about it? So luckily for me, I am making Worlds an entire, you know, very extensive vacation um, because Japan, I've, I've never been to Asia at all. And Japan being, you know, like the homeland of Pokemon, um, I was already planning to be there three weeks 
um, spending about a week in Kyushu, which is the region that inspired Hoenn. Oh, and then a week in Kansai, which is the region that inspired Johto. <gasps> um, and Osaka being the city that inspired Goldenrod, especially fitting for uh, perfect for this production and, and for GoFest. So I was actually planning on being in that region for that week already. And then finally, the third week in Kanto, which is uh, where Worlds will be in uh, Yokohama and in the inspiration for uh, Vermilion City. So that will yes. be the most fun. Like that sounds, I've never heard of a more Pokemon centric trip than yep. not that because you already are like got it all planned and then like also throwing Go Fest in there, right? Is going to be an extra layer of fun. And it's one of those things like preparing because I know with Stardust too, and I don't know how soon you guys. Get, how you put in your world's teams is there any chance that we didn't play this is there any chance go fest would affect like worlds at all like is there you think there's any chance like probably not what what will likely affect it will be um the moveset updates that we get at the beginning of july i believe is the next season but there is a chance at go fest so um go fest we we regularly see a pokemon release during yeah that. so we had meloetta last year um during the like global sure. go fest um the logos and all hint towards deancey yeah and deancey is the first uh, assuming we don't get carbink first it would be the first rock fairy type um i don't know that, that has any like major play i don't i haven't looked intensely at like the moves and such but there is a chance that that first weekend of london and osaka uh releases diancy and and you know could have some potential impact on the world's meta which that's what i was going to bring up too just as like the last question talking about pvp like you qualifying in october the meta changes that yep. for like each move update like i think the move update we got after october was like the wing attack and all the that was a big update the last one not so much which i think yep. they'll overextend on the next one and then we're gonna get which can really shake up great league and i was talking about this on twitter this week it's something i've heard from so many pvp people save every pokemon you have because you never know what is one move away from being mm -hmm. or or vice versa that you're like man this was so good in october maybe not so good now right like we we see that with a couple in this new GBL meta, but that is no, like I love talking about like preparing, even though I would like to think August, is it too far away? Like we still, mm -hmm. like now people preparing for go fest and now you're so excited for that's going to be probably one of the best memories I'm guessing of like worlds. Cause it, I know for a lot of people, and this is what I want to tell you and so many people that do this. Cause I think when people qualify for these tournaments, mm -hmm. it's hard to take in, being there you, you want to qualify for the next one and the next yep. one and it's always satisfying of what's happening right like i i go into these big tournaments you could win like be there in japan be like all i want to do is qualify for the next world all this but i think thinking of the experience of how many trainers are experiencing what especially what you're doing with the trip of a lifetime that sounds mm -hmm. like a giveaway that, that a pokemon company would give like your trip would be if a pokemon fan a trainer was able to make their dream vacation mm -hmm. is it thank you so much for coming on i love love your streams and we'll talk about that in a second where people can find you for streaming because it really helps and what i love about your streams is they're early in the morning 
that's what I like. I, I'm an early morning, like this is after the show, eat breakfast, watching a stream. I love that. But before we talk more about that, what is your favorite breakfast? That before you stream in the morning, you talk about Duncan. What is your go-to breakfast? Yeah, so Duncan is is my go-to if I'm ordering out, but if I'm making my own breakfast, so um I was born and raised very close outside of Philadelphia. So I am a pork roll enjoyer. Um, very uh, localized New Jersey uh, delicacy. And uh, a por pork roll and um, some toast and a uh, over easy egg. That is, that is my breakfast. I could have that every day. Um, wouldn't be great for me if I had it every day. But um, really enjoying them a nice... And you, you said know, coffee. coffee. What's your go-to coffee? At, at Duncan is cream oh, just in sugar. general. Yeah. But if I were to make my own coffee, there's um Grinding Coffee Company has sure. a uh, coffee blend called the Gay Agenda. It's got some like fruit uh, inspiration into it, and that just with um, a dash of creamer, a little bit of sugar. Um, that's what I usually have when you see me streaming. If you see my uh, Pokeball coffee, absolutely. Mug, that is that Grinding Coffee Company. Um, so mostly black coffee, coffee like the because I know flavored beans itself then with the light creamer you're mm -hmm. or like me where it's mostly milk that it's a little bit of coffee with a mostly the the cream that you get but and off no. thanks so much for coming on i know this is a little different show than you're usually interviewed but we're quick we're easy we're out where can mm -hmm. people find you streaming twitter all those wonderful places yeah so on twitch i am at twitch.tv slash na hoff there is a a little a snuck in there couldn't Absolutely. get the enhoff also couldn't get that on twitter so my twitter handle is uh goddess enhoff um and i am very active on both of those platforms you can find me uh, most monday to friday uh weekdays 9 a.m eastern on twitch and uh twitter i post pretty regularly about all kinds of uh escapades in go and in vgc and just uh enjoying life i'll be posting all about japan when i'm there as well i'm sure i love with vgc right now hearing all about those fissure tinglus right now yeah. that has been so funny everybody that becoming a meme and i'll thank you so much for coming on People, if you want to find more of Good Morning Johto about what we're doing, whatever events, if you want to hear about my GoFest this weekend, even you probably shouldn't, if you want to see how much Stardust I get to actually be in GBL, you can find us on Twitter at GMJoto. You can join our Discord. That is free in our show notes. Trainers, have a great rest of the weekend and enjoy catching some swine ups. Bye-bye. <laughs>